morning. It is good to see you in church today. Isn't it wonderful just to be in the presence of God? Amen. We have a uh, service is going to look a little different today, a little different order. So just uh, if you're a routine person, take a deep breath. Exhale. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. We're in control. We know what's going on. A little different. We had also today's a family service. Um, about once every couple of months, we do a family service generally on a communion Sunday where we don't have kids' church. We still have nursery and preschool, but we don't have kids' church so that the, so our kids can do a couple of things. They can be in a service with mom and dad. They can see mom and dad worshiping. Now, our kids do a great job of worshiping. I was watching them if you were, but I was watching some of the kids. I won't say who, Tabitha, but worshiping, worshiping during church. And I said, that's because of kids' church. That's because of what's going on in kids' church and in, in, in our Wednesday night programs. But um, worshiping the Lord, but we want them to learn to worship mom and dad. We want mom and dad to be able to, to uh, lead them into taking communion. We talk about it and we do it. So, so once in a while we have that. And today we're doing a family service because... Uh, we have water baptisms, and we have a couple of a uh, couple of our kids are getting baptized today. A number of adults, but a couple of kids too. And so uh, we thought, what a great day to bring all the kids in um, from Kids Church and uh, let them join us in the service today. It makes it a little tight in here. I understand that. Uh, one of the reasons we have Kids Church is to free up some of our seats. But uh, but it uh, um, be honest, but uh, it does makes it a little tight in here. But we're glad we're glad for a full house, right? Amen. All right. So. Um, so we're going to change up the order a little bit today, and I'm going to start, or come right now and start my message. I'm going to preach right now, but it's going to be a little different than normal because I'm going to have some help preaching my sermon today. I'm going to start, and then I'm going to have a bunch of people who are going to be the living illustrations, or as we've been talking about the last four weeks, the harvest stories. I've been spending four weeks, the last four weeks before this, talking about bringing in a harvest, not corn but people, bringing them to Jesus, letting people find new life in Christ. And, and every one of those sermons, we've been having a harvest story. Well, this week, the whole heart of the message is going to be harvest stories. They're going to they're gonna be preachers today as they tell their stories when they get baptized. They're just going to talk for a couple seconds, a couple minutes. Don't worry, baptism people, that suddenly I'm making you preach. You know that you just got to kind of tell what the Lord has done in your life. But really, your life is going to preach most of our message today. And it's appropriate because I said, you know, the last four weeks we've been talking about harvest, about people um, coming to know Jesus, to really come to know, not going to church. A lot of people go to church. I went to church for years and didn't know Jesus. We've been talking about harvest, people coming to find real and eternal life through Christ. And uh, to this point, up up today in this series, we've been looking kind of at the process. We've been looking at the heart of a harvester and then, Tools. I've been basically saying that you've got a toolbox, and I've been giving you tools every single week um, to help you be better at helping other people come to know and understand who Jesus is and, and to receive him into their lives. So we've been looking at the process to this point, but today we're going to look at the fruit of the harvest. You know, here's the deal, friends. The fruit of the harvest is changed lives. That's the fruit of the harvest for Jesus. It's changed lives from cover to cover in the scriptures. When somebody comes to know Jesus, the way you, cut, you know that they met Jesus is their lives were completely transformed. The fruit is people transformed through a relationship with Jesus Christ. If, you don't, if you've never experienced that in your life, 
I hope that today is a first step for you. As you see some other people as they're going to get baptized today, saying, hey, God changed my life, and your heart's going to be warmed and say, you know what, I want that. Maybe even today during worship, you were saying, how come, what do I feel? How come this really feels good in this place? You know what? It's not anything other than one thing. You're experiencing the reality of the presence of God. That's what we want. We want to be in a, we want to join our hearts together so that God is just so very real in this place that people experience Him. And, and so maybe you're experiencing today that. Because church, that's what Christianity is all about. Christianity is all, it's not about going to church. Going to church is part of it. But it's about Jesus. It's about people who are born into a sin-corrupted world. And that's, newsflash, that's all of us. We've all been born in that state. People who are spiritually lost and lifeless, that's all people before they know Jesus. Those people being transformed when they discover that God loves them so much that he is reaching out to rescue them from their lostness and their sin. That God is reaching out to them and making a way for them to have real life through Jesus to have a, a new and a better life because Jesus comes in and makes you completely better. That when a person really meets Jesus, then everything changes. And the Bible says it this way, that person is literally born. That they were born one time when they were born physically, but then they are born spiritually, that a light goes on and become a brand new person. Suddenly, when that happens, life looks different. We see life from this, from this new perspective, from God's perspective. It's like God opens up our eyes for the first time. And it might be when you're 10, and it might be when you're 90, when you really come to know Jesus. And suddenly, God opens your eyes, spiritual life floods into your soul, you become born spiritually, and now you see life from God's perspective, and you understand life according to God's values and God's viewpoints. The Apostle Paul, um, in his second letter to the church at Corinth, says it like this to express what this new life is like. He says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, so you've met Jesus, he's your Savior, he's your Lord, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature, a new creation. The old things have passed away, behold, new things have come. He's talking about when you come to know Jesus, everything that's old is gone, and everything that's now from this point forward is brand new. You see, the fruit of the harvest It's people becoming new creatures in Christ. There's actually a transformation that takes place. People become new from the inside out. And and I saw um, a cartoon recently. I'm going to show it in just a minute. A cartoon that I came across that when I saw it on the Internet, I saved it. And I said, there's a time when I want to use this because this cartoon, to me, although it's not, there's no spiritual intent, I don't think, in the person who wrote it. But this cartoon expresses perfectly what happens when a person comes to know Jesus? That they're, they're given brand new spiritual life. So let's look at this cartoon for a second. You ever seen this before? It's a butterfly driving a car. And the cop pulled him over for speeding or something, and he's looking at his driver's license. And he, what's the picture? It's a caterpillar. And what's he say? That's an old photo. That's salvation right there. This is what it is to be born again. That... There's an old life and there's a new life and that if you look at the old life, it doesn't look anything like the new life and, and the butterfly could be saying, that's an old photo, that's my days before I met Jesus. Friends, that's salvation. That's transformation. There's kind of this idea going around that when you come to Jesus, you just kind of add Jesus on top of your life. 
and everything else remains the same. That's not what salvation is. That's not what Christianity is. Christianity is that. It's that once you were a slug, you were a bug, and God made you into a butterfly. That the, you were chained, the Bible says this, you were chained by sin and helpless before you knew Jesus. But then Jesus comes into your life, and God makes you into a beautiful butterfly. Brand new, beautiful, free, and saved. If I could change the folders, only one thing I'd do. I'd make the butterfly cuter. He's kind of an ugly butterfly, you know, but I'd make a cuter, good-looking butterfly. But you know what? That's salvation. It's complete metamorphosis from the old life to a new life. That's what being a Christian is according to God's word. You know, when you're a Christian, that photo is the old me. God has transformed you. And now, in essence, you can say, now I can fly. You've been set free by God. Free to become what God made you to be. God's word says he made you in his image. And he made you for greatness. And when you come to know Jesus, that releases you to become who God has made you to be. Now, church, water baptism is a celebration of the transformation. That's what water baptism is all about. Water baptism doesn't save anybody. Water baptism, you can get, you can get baptized as a baby and dunked as an adult 10,000 times. It doesn't do a thing for you. Water baptism, though, is wonderful and significant because what water baptism is, is it's a celebration of this transformation that's taken place in a person's life. Water baptism celebrates that we have died to our old life of, of, of sin rulership. That's what Scripture says. And we have been resurrected with Jesus into freedom and life. Life more abundant than anything this world could ever offer. I want you to listen to how, how this is explained in Romans chapter 6. And it's interesting because I didn't know Suzanne was going to uh, use the message translation today to talk to read from the Psalms. But I don't think I've ever used the message translation in a sermon before, but I want you today. Because, it, because Eugene Peterson, the translator of the message translation of the Bible, so beautifully catches the heart of what the Apostle Paul writes in Romans chapter 6. So, so listen to, to what this says in Romans 6, starting in verse 1. It says, so, so what do we do? Keep on sinning so God can keep on forgiving? So I should hope not. If we've left the country where sin is sovereign, how can we still live in our old house there? Or didn't you realize we packed up and left there for good? That is what happened in baptism. When we went under the water, we left the old country of sin behind. When we came up out of the water, we entered into the new country of grace, a new life in a new land. That's what baptism into the life of Jesus means. When we, are allowed, when we are lowered into the water, it is like the burial of Jesus. When we are raised up out of the water, it is like the resurrection of Jesus. Each of us is raised into a light-filled world by our Father so that we can see where we are going in our new grace-sovereign country. Could it be any clearer? Our old way of life was nailed to the cross with Christ. A decisive end to that sin-miserable life, no longer at sin's every beck and call. When we believe this, what we believe is this, if we get included in Christ's sin-conquering death, we also get included in his life-saving resurrection. Friends, that's what new life is, and that's the celebration of baptism. Water baptism is a statement. 
It's saying, I have left the old behind. I'm leaving the old behind. It's dead to me, and I'm dead to it. And now I'm brand new. I was a slug, and now I'm a butterfly. I've been resurrected with Jesus, empowered to overcome sin, living the real life that God intended for me to live. I died with Christ, and that's why the symbolism of being buried under the waters of baptism, that's why we baptize by immersion, that we baptize, because that's everybody in the Bible is baptized by immersion. We baptize them just like John the Baptist did to Jesus, and we dunk them under, and we represent the death, and then we come to resurrection life with Jesus at baptism. Water baptism is a celebration of a life transformed by Jesus. Friends, that's what we're doing today. That's the sermon we're preaching today. That's what, that's what the candidates are going to be the, the harvest stories for today. Celebrate. They're going to be celebrating as we baptize individuals from our church family who have experienced this transformation and are experiencing it still because transformation happens at salvation, but it continues through life as you continually surrender your life to Jesus. So you know what? It's time for me to stop preaching and some others to start preaching. So if you're going to get baptized today, come on up to this area. If you're not here already, come on up and we are going to, we are going to start baptisms. What an awesome time. All right. Now, not to play favorites, because it's not, but it is. We're going to start off with the most beautiful daughter-in-law on the planet. This is Samantha, Samantha Larson. Doesn't that sound great? Come on, Sam. Samantha Larson, getting baptized. My wife told me the other day, you can step all the way down there and just stay standing. She told me the other day, she says, I'm really jealous of you. She goes, you're getting to baptize Sam. She goes, you got to perform their wedding. She got married like six weeks ago, right? Seven weeks ago? Oh, you're an old married lady now. <laughs> and uh, we have loved seeing that transformation take place in your life. And so what I told all our baptism candidates is I'm asking you to share briefly why they're getting baptized, kind of what Christ has done in their life, and then we're going to pray for you and baptize you. So Sam... Why don't you share with us what Jesus has done in your life? Well, I came to Christ a few years ago when I started coming to church here. Let's see if that's on. That's on. Okay. Um, before I knew of Christ but didn't really know him or have any kind of relationship with him. And then I started one when I started coming here, and it's been really amazing. Um, and I was praying recently about what was next on my walk with him, and I decided I needed to get baptized. So here I am, and I'm really excited. All right. And we are really excited. Would you join me in praying? Father, we pray for your blessings on Sam. God, we have watched the transformation. We have seen you um, just lovingly care for her and mold her into the beautiful um, woman she is becoming, that she is. Father, thank you for her, and we pray, God, that, that she would just live a life in you that is glorious and fruitful and blessed every single day of her life. Thank you, Jesus. Have a seat, Sam. Plug your nose. Sam, based on your confession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I give you glory, I give you glory. glory. All right. 
Josh is next. Come on up, Josh. Josh Gayhand. You're not going to slip and fall. I'm going to hold you and make sure you don't do that. All right. All right. Come on down here, Josh. All right, Josh, it has been great to get to know you. And uh, I want you to share with us what the Lord's done in your life while you're getting baptized today. Well, like many young people, um, I came to this church when I was littler, uh, decided that I knew everything. Uh, <laughs> we all did it. Walked day. away um, from God. But it's funny because no matter where you go, he always shows himself. Um, whether it's people I work with, foreigners who tell me to go to church, even though they can't speak English, you know, he, he shows you, he shows you, and it's a beautiful thing. Crazy homeless people on the side of the road telling you to go to church. Well, he can only tell you so many times before you're like, okay, I'm going back to church. Here I am. Me getting baptized today is saying, I'm back. I'm yours again. I'm going to do what I can to tell other people what you've done to me so I can maybe, just maybe save someone else from eternal damnation and all that other good stuff that follows. So here I am. All right, Josh. So, Josh, you are going to serve Jesus all the days of your life. All right, have a seat, Josh. Well, Josh, based on your confession of faith, let's pray first, I'm sorry. Father, thank you so much for Josh. Thank you for what you've done in his life and you're doing in his life. And, Lord, thank you that this, this passion that says, um, I walked away, but I came back. And Lord, for this incredible story that shows all these people who have who literally came up to him, and I remember him sharing it with me before, that just walking up to him on the street and say, go back to church. <laughs> Lord, thank you that you love us that much. Mm-hmm. And so, Lord, we know you've got a great plan for Josh. We pray your blessings upon him in Jesus' name. Josh, based on your confession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. All right, Tammy is up next. All right, Tammy. Are you ready? There you go. Glasses off. We can see something later. Coming up, and I'm going to hold your hand too. Okay. This is Tammy, and it's so good to have you with us today. Are you excited? I know you got some family here. Lots of family here. This is a celebration. A celebration of what Jesus has done in your life. And so I know you want to you wanna read what I you want to say today. That's great. Yeah. So can you hold this? And this, you want me to hold this? I can do it. You can do it both. You're a very talented lady. <laughs> I, I'm too OCD to just say it from whatever. <laughs> That's all right. So I was trying to figure out what I was going to say. And um, I, I'm sitting there going, okay, the word testimony, um, that, that word means the root is test. And I'm supposed to share with you how I've been tested and these trials and tribulations that I faced and how I've persevered and overcome. Um, I faced a lot of trials in my life. I have failed miserably in each of them and every one of those trials. I have two failed marriages and my relationships with my children are being held together by prayer and duct tape. Um, I constantly lose those battles of flesh with food and alcohol. I am really struggling with that. Um, I fight the demons of depressions every day. I can honestly say I have not persevered or overcame anything in my life. Um, 
I carried my past around like a suitcase and said, okay, I get to do this. I get to eat because I'm depressed. And I get to drink so I forget my problems. And I'm not doing that anymore. I have Jesus. I'm delivered. I'm saved. And praise God. I'm Praise the Lord. Tammy, you know what you are? You're a butterfly. You're a butterfly. They need a big butterfly tattoo right here. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't see. <laughs> You're a butterfly, right? Let's pray. Father, thank you for, for deliverance. Thank you, God, for, for being so good to us. That, Lord, those things that we cannot overcome in our own flesh, you overcome by the power of your Spirit through salvation, that, Lord, we're, we're raised um, helpless. And when we come to really know you, you set us free. You make us brand new in Jesus. Thank you that we're seeing that happen right before our eyes in Tammy's life. Lord, bless her, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you have a seat? How exciting, huh? All right. Why don't you plug your nose? Tammy, based on your confession of faith, I baptize you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right. God is good, isn't he? Brian, come on, my friend. This is Brian. And, man... Sorry. <laughs> we have got to know Brian over the last number of months and, and just been so blessed by watching what's going on in your life. Seeing the Lord just bring life and looks life and light into your life. And so Brian, I want you to share with us with what the Lord's doing in your life and why you're getting baptized today. Hello, my name is Brian and um I didn't like the path that I was on. Um I didn't like what I was doing to myself. Um I came to a church and um, for about a year now, and I, I didn't completely accept Jesus Christ in my life. Um, over the last couple months, I've been touched, and, and he's worked on me. Um, I, I feel like I've been saved from my old life, and I'm new. Um, I've been freed of depression, my addiction, and uh, I, I just love Jesus. Amen. What better story? I'm free of depression and free of addiction. Things the world can't do, but Jesus can. Right, Brian? All right, let's pray. Father, thank you for Brian. Thank you for life transformation. That, Lord, you are making him, you've made him brand new, and you're making him brand new every day by the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray that you would so flood him with the presence of your Spirit, that, Lord, he would continue just to overcome and triumph in every way in his life. Lord, it's all because of you. We know that. And we're so happy for what you've done in Brian's life. And we love to celebrate with him today. Thank you for that privilege, Lord. Amen. Why don't you have a seat, Brian? And you're a big guy, so I'm going to just slide your knees all the way up here. (laughs) Well, Brian, based on your confession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. All right. All right, this is Peter. 
we are glad that Peter's with us today, watching the Lord's working in his life. And Peter, so glad we've seen you as part of his portfolio for a little while now. And so why don't you share with us, while you're getting baptized, what the Lord's been doing in your life. Okay, basically I, I was raised a Catholic, and we attended church pretty regularly when I was younger. And as I got older, though, it seemed like I didn't attend it as much. Maybe grew a little bit farther away from God. And about six months ago, I met a special lady that goes to this church, and she brought me in here, and I've seen the spirit and the preachings, and I've heard about the water baptism, and figured it was, it was one way to get closer to the Lord. Amen. All right, so you have committed to serving Jesus all the days of your life. All right, well, have a seat then. Father, thank you so much for Peter. Thank you for what you're doing in his life. Thank you, God, that you um, have incredible uh, things ahead for him. Lord, we pray that your spirit would so completely embrace him and fill him that, God, as he walks out every day, you would just flow out of him. And not only would he experience that joy of that, but other people would continue just to see life transformation in him. So, God, thank you for Peter in Jesus' name. Amen. Peter, I'm going to have to slide, slide up a little bit. There we go. Well, Peter... Based on your confession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, this is pretty special for me. By the way, Pastor Paul's our children's pastor, so he's going to be baptizing some children. That's right. And I get to start with... My own son, my oldest. So, Anthony, um, just take a few minutes and tell everybody why you're being baptized today. I kind of felt like um, because because I I have accepted Jesus this this year because I I didn't. Remember at all that if I had accepted Jesus or not. So I accepted him this year, and I felt like I needed to get one step closer to Jesus. Awesome. <laughs> Anthony, I am so proud of you, and as your dad, I have the honor to be able to baptize you today. And before we do that, I'm going to pray for you. So, God, I just want to thank you, Lord, for the just the incredible testimony, Jesus, of, of Anthony, Lord. And I, I thank you, God, um, for his life, Lord. I thank you just for the incredible blessing he is to our family. And Lord, as he gets baptized today, I just pray, Lord, that you would help him have that spirit of obedience, God, that all the days of his life that he would walk with you, Lord, that he wouldn't turn aside to any temptations, Lord, that he wouldn't, that he wouldn't uh, go down any other road, Lord, but that he would always stay consistent to following you, Lord, help us as a family and as a church family to be able to help him uh, and support him in doing that. And we just pray blessings upon him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Take a seat, buddy. And then you can sit on the higher. You <laughs> disappeared. Anthony, based on your confession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. All right. 
love water baptism. Yeah, amen. This is fun. Uh, Tabitha is one of our is one of our sixth graders, and she has all her family just filled the front rows to take pictures. <laughs> so, Tabitha, we're very proud of you, and look at all the support that you have up here with your family. So, can you just take just a minute and tell us why you're getting baptized today? Well, I've been wanting to be baptized for three years, and the reason for that is my parents got divorced, and I really had no one to turn to, so I turned to God, and I found comfort and strength in Him. Awesome. And we're gonna, I'm going to pray for you before we baptize you, God. <laughs> God, I just want to thank you for Tabitha. Lord, thank you for her decision to follow you, God. It's such an incredible decision that she's chosen you over any other pathway that she's seen, Lord, or any other temptation that she's had. Lord, I pray that that would be her decision every day of her life. And, Lord, I pray that as her family surrounds her with support and and, and encouragement, God, that she would just uh, continue to take very seriously her commitment to you, Lord, and that she would obey you and follow you, all the days of her life, no turning back, no looking aside. And Lord, thank you that you've given her the power of your Holy Spirit to be able to help her to do that. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Tabitha, based on your confession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God is good, isn't he? Wouldn't you love to do this every Sunday? It's God's plan, right? That's why I've been talking about harvest. Reaching lost people, helping them find Jesus, and celebrating what God is doing. Amen? So you stand with me this morning. Let's close in prayer. Hasn't it been a great morning? Amen. Father, we just stand in awe of you.